everyone. Welcome to Untitled Van Life Project, the podcast. I am Amy, and then I also have Caleb with me, and we've got two cups of tea and two dogs. Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Grab your cup of tea and come join us. What's your cup of tea? Maybe it's dogs, maybe it's cats, whatever it is. Grab them and come join us. In this episode of the Van Life Stories, we don't really introduce the Van Life Stories that way. Well, but I mean, I just it's just like that everything that we don't introduce is falls under is the category of a van life story, <laughs> yes, which yes. is just us talking about van life uh-huh. <laughs> in the form of stories. Yeah. Or the stories. Yeah. The stories of our van life. Because sometimes there's stories and sometimes it's like reflections or just thoughts or catch ups. Yeah. It's kind of all over the place. Which is probably what this is going to be. It feels like. You just said a yeah. second ago. I feel like it's been another minute since we were recording a podcast. We were doing so good putting these out every Monday <laughs> and Thursday, our midday ramblings mm-hmm. with Q. And then um, what, what's what been going on the past few weeks? So we recorded the last one where? In uh, the Saguaro Forest, right? Was it Did there? Did I make that up? I thought it was Sedona. Damn it. Was it Sedona? I don't know. See, this is how far <laughs> behind my mentality. I mean, we need to go back and re-listen to our, our previous podcast to know, like, I know we talked where about... Where we were and what we were doing. <laughs> because, we should have done that before. <laughs> yeah, we should have done that. We can't remember two weeks ago. Or when well, was I know, it? Well, I know I uploaded it in Sedona. So I kind of think okay. that we recorded it in Sedona. Okay. That's but possible. it was definitely after our stay in the Saguaro Forest. Yes. I that's what that. we talked about. Mm-hmm. I remember mm-hmm. that. And then it was after we went to Coronado National mm-hmm. Forest too. So then it was definitely uh, Sedona. Okay. Yeah. Definitely Sedona. Yes. Yes. Uh, where we got some very good vegan pizza. That's <laughs> been a theme of the past few weeks. <laughs> it's um, a theme of our lives. Okay. But where are we now? <laughs> We're not in Sedona anymore. No. We're not in Arizona. We broke free of Arizona. <laughs> if you if you have Look a glass, out. come on in. Raise. Yo. Glass. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. We we are not in Arizona anymore. Not on pump station. Mm. You cannot hear airplanes flying over our head or gliders. <laughs> um, and uh, it felt like it's been a minute. Yeah. It. I mean, it had. Like we did. We did leave Arizona for like a week or week and a half, like in the end of uh, December and into January. But we spent New Year's in Denver for like <laughs> five days yeah. a week. But but it still just it still felt like we were. I mean, that break did happen, but I still feel like telling, like we tell people, no, we were in Arizona from like November all the way through February. Yeah. It was a very, it was like one week of how we planned it out, driving up to Denver in like three days and then uh, staying there and getting back down, straight back down to Arizona and we, where we've just been sitting and hibernating. But that was, I mean, that's why we were able to like get our podcasts out so well (laughs) and on time is because we were like not traveling very much. So like when you're not traveling a lot, it's easier to make routines and- Actually, like, say you're going to, like, do things when you say you're going to do them. <laughs> and, like, literally since we uploaded that last podcast, I feel like we've been traveling for the last week and a half. Yeah, and pretty that's, much. I mean, and that's how we planned it out. We planned it kind of yeah. out how to do do it this way. Essentially, so we knew that we had to be in Moab um, by, like, the beginning of March. March 3rd, we needed to mm-hmm. be in Moab. And then we needed to be in Breckenridge, Colorado. Like by the fifth. By the fifth. Yeah. But so yeah, March third was the first date we had anywhere to be since mm-hmm. January first. Yes. <laughs> yes. So we knew we had that coming up that we needed to be in Moab on March third, and we just decided to like we probably could have made from where we were staying if we just wanted to knock it out. We probably could have made that drive in two days if we, we had made to. It, I mean, back in the day, it was like a ten-hour drive from this is south of Tucson where mm-hmm. we were in uh, Coronado up into Moab. Um, so like just straight up north through Phoenix, through Sedona, through Flagstaff, and you just drive like straight north through Arizona and then you hit Moab. But we, I mean, it was like a 10 hour drive and we used to be able to do that so easily we in, had when we Jeep. had our Jeep. But realistically in the van, if we wanted to just knock it out and drive, that's like a two day trip. I it would be say. a two day trip. Yeah. But we didn't really just want to knock it out and just drive because we knew we had some tiring days ahead of us because we were shooting two weddings in two different states. And so we didn't want to show up just after having driven from two days straight, just like. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Sorry for that little interruption. I farted. Really, it was very funny. <laughs> Farts will never not be funny. I don't think any of the listeners will catch that one. We'll have to. It we'll was a little to... quiet. It was a little muffled. Maybe I can give us a little sitting. sound bite later to, to oh, do you, do you edit the podcasts? No, but I can give you a sound bite <laughs> later of a fart. Yes. And you can have credit for it. 
anyways, it'll be mine. <laughs> we decided to not just power through and make it a short trip because we knew, yeah, we were going to have some days of work ahead. So we wanted to be well rested and just not. And the drive from um, where we were like south of Tucson up to honestly all the way to Denver, there's just great stops along the way. Like, there's great places mm-hmm. to stop and stay for a few nights. I just mentioned them all pretty much. Yeah. But so there's a place that we stopped, which was the first one was Sedona, Arizona. We stayed there for like three nights. That's where we recorded the last podcast. We might've mentioned that, but um, we stayed there for three nights. Wait, where did we record the last podcast? Did we ever get a definitive? <laughs> the fact best part on that is, one? like, what if that's wrong? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was—I feel like it was around um, episode ten or eleven or or nine or ten, where we were like, "This is the tenth episode" or something. Or what? I think I was like, "This is the tenth," and you're like, "I think it's only the ninth. And then you went back and you're like, "It was the tenth. Yeah. And so then we celebrated the tenth on the eleventh. So we're always behind. Yeah. Um, we if, if you haven't, we just don't know what we're doing. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that, that is so true in so many ways. Anyways, so we stayed in Sedona for like three nights, and then we decided to stay in this place called um, Valley of the Gods yes. for three nights. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we were there for three nights. Yeah. Yeah, stayed in Valley of the Gods for three nights, and it, I had never stayed there before. We've talked about it on the show before. Yeah. It's the Alien Battlefield mm-hmm. episode. Mm-hmm. I had never stayed there before, and, I mean, it is, it's something else. (laughs) It is something else. Yeah. It's really, really cool. That was a little different because it was off-grid. There was no service there, Um, and we knew that going in. Um, And we, I think, had this idea that we would get to, you know, like, hang out and, like, walk around outside, Mm -hmm. and a new thing, we got a mountain bike. So, yes. like, literally just got one. It's like a hand-me-down mountain bike. Thank you, Mbagog. Yes, thank you, Matt and Nancy, so much. Um, some friends that we met on the road um, ended up gifting us <laughs> their, us their old, old mountain, mountain bike. bike. So we had just gotten that, and we were like, oh, we can, like, ride the mountain bike around. Like, it'll be so cool. Well, it ended up being really, really cold. <laughs> I think that's where we had our coldest night in the van. Really? We were just talking about this earlier. Mm-hmm. But, well, it wasn't just the cold. It was... <laughs> Pretty windy. much windy af there, 24-7. Mm-hmm. Um, this was my first time. The first time I stayed through, which how I, I even knew about it, was one, I looked it up on Campendium. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then two, I went there on my stay to pick you up in Phoenix uh, when you were flying back. And uh, I just stayed there. like It was like a 24-hour cycle. So it was like one night. I got there kind of late evening and then stayed. Probably wasn't even 24 hours. Probably less than that, 12 mm-hmm. to 16. And then stayed and kind of left the next midday ish yeah. after breakfast and stuff but just that one little glimpse i was like we have to come back here yeah and you mentioned it like going from the route honestly from denver to moab and then moab down to tucson is great because mm-hmm. there's so many great spots to stop and i think that's what we're figuring out mm-hmm. it's like oh we don't have to like like when we were in texas and we burned through some like seven eight hour driving mm-hmm. days it's because there's nowhere to stop in texas and it's so big the places you stop are just like overnight like, it's a place to park and sleep. Mm-hmm. It's not a place that you're going to, like, roll out your mat and put your chairs out and yeah. set up for a few days. But, but this, this one was, like, it was broken up so nicely. We could drive, like, four and a half hours to Sedona, mm-hmm. live in Sedona for a few days, mm-hmm. and then drive. It was, like, four and a half hours then up north to uh, Valley of the Gods, mm-hmm. which is, like, north of Monument Valley, like, four and a half hours. And then we're in, like, a two and a half hour range to get to Moab. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. it's just, like, an earshot of Moab. and Yeah. It's it, was, all, it was awesome. Yeah. Even though we did not get to do all the outdoor things that we yes. thought we were going to get to do because it was super windy and really cold. Like I said, I think we had our coldest night in the van there. We didn't have service. And so <laughs> when, we, when we go somewhere that we know we're not going to have service, we will take a screenshot of the weather. Well, this is a pretty new thing. We've been like we're we're finally in tune with what the weather is going to be in a lot of places. I even actually got made fun of recently when I pulled up my weather app and I have like 25 to 30 (laughs) different cities and towns around Arizona, Utah, and Colorado. Mm -hmm. And I think, I mean, even some other spots like Joshua Tree, New Mexico, all within range of like where we can live in the van at any one time. I'm always checking Mm -hmm. because you never know. Yeah. Especially during this season. It is drastically different. Yeah. Well, we knew Belly got enough service, so we like took a screenshot of the weather for of that. The nearest weather for the mm-hmm. town nearest to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yes, according to that, which isn't, I guess, in real time accurate. <laughs> um, apparently, one night it was supposed to get down to eighteen degrees. So I'm, and it 
Probably did. It was cold. <laughs> it was cold. Yeah, we've... So I think we had our coldest night there. But I will say, and this is coming from someone, if you know me, I hate the cold. I hate being cold. And I get cold really easily. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I think anything below 70 degrees is cold. Um, but I actually, like, I think I dealt with it a lot better than I thought I would. Thanks to our heater. <laughs> well, I mean, I think we figured it out pretty well, too. How to keep we, the van warm. Yeah, yeah. How, or how to keep what, like, ourselves in the van warm. Mm-hmm. Uh, parts of the van still get very cold. Mm-hmm. Um, but over the course of time, and we, we had never dealt with that cold of temperature, but mm-hmm. uh, we had dealt with, like, back in the fall and different parts of Colorado dealing with cold places. Um, we could we just kind of, kind of figured it out by tweaking things, by adding some you know more blankets more layers figuring out exactly the rhythm we want to get and running our heater yeah like we've gotten we figured out like insulation how and where to put that up Mm -hmm. to like keep it nice and warm we figured out our blankets in our bed like how to put those and situate those in the bed and also how many we need how many blankets do we have on our bed (laughs) we have a good that's actually a really good question hold on let me count real quick one two Three, four, five, six. We have six. You really counted them all? Mm-hmm. You got the green one mm-hmm. and the brown one mm-hmm. and then the big one mm-hmm. from JJ's, mm-hmm. from JW's, uh-huh. and then the big gray one uh-huh. and then our comforter. And then the sheet. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so we also have a lot of layers. Yes. <laughs> and then um, also too, our bed is elevated, which helps so much. Yes. We are close to the roof of the van. It helps so much. Like literally... That's, I mean, we're in the warmest, we sleep in the warmest part of the van and that's just. Yes, all the heat rises and kind of gets pushed to that back little yeah. upper. And it's so nice. Because you can. And we're basically in the loft. Yeah, like we're in a loft. loft. Yeah. That sounds super cozy. Why haven't we ever called it the, the loft? The van loft. The van loft. I've been recently referring it to upstairs. it as upstairs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's a van loft slash library. Yeah. Slash library. Or yes. personal study. But yeah, it just naturally, just the way heat works, that becomes the warmest spot oh, in the van. you know how heat works all of a sudden. Yes, it rises. <gasps> <laughs> and you can just tell a huge difference. Like if you're in the van, I mean, if you're in bed and in the middle of the night, you have to get down and go pee, even if the heater is still on, like it's so much colder. Yes. Downstairs. Which is also, <laughs> downstairs, which is also why we started bringing Jet up into the bed when it's the coldest. Yes. Yeah, so another thing. is under a blanket most of the time on the ground. Mm-hmm. On his bed. He has a bed. He has a bed and he sleeps. Uh, we, we've now started another little trick is putting, covering the floor mm-hmm. of the van with something. So we put another blanket down. We have, the, lo- we have lots of blankets. The floor is not insulated. That was one thing. Even going into the van, I just felt like blankets, like the, the little festival his blankets, the fiesta blankets. The fiesta blankets. Is yeah. that what they're called? I've seen them. I just thought that. they're they can be handy in so many situations. Mm-hmm. So like we have a lot of those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've been buying up those whenever we can, and we found one in Sedona actually. And so we put that one on the floor of the van to use to cover the floor. You remember? Yeah. We found that one just driving on the road. It was all folded <laughs> up, so we took it. It was like a little gift. Yes, and it, a gift. it looked like it, it was cleaner than any of ours at the time. So that's yes, a win. Yes, so we too. were literally just driving down the road and we saw one on the road. Like it looked like it had fallen out of someone's yeah. truck or something. And so we got out and picked it up and it smelled like it had just been washed. It was like, like nicely folded. It, it was, was nicely clean. folded. It smelled like laundry detergent. So if so you're listening <laughs> to this podcast and are looking for a red and white and gray uh, festival woven blanket. festival blanket, we do not have it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, we put Jet's bed on top of that. But covering the floor mm-hmm. is a big help, too, mm-hmm. especially that area. And then also when you get down to pee, your feet aren't touching the freezing cold yeah. van floor. So, But, yeah, the final piece to us staying warm is bringing Jet in bed with us because he's a little heater. He's a little heater. He is. And I think he likes it just makes – oh, he loves it. It just makes <laughs> it cozy. Yes, but uh, it, it does get crowded in the van. So, yeah, it does get crowded up there a little bit if both the, the dogs van. are in bed. But – worth it because you get to stay warm true so we had our coldest night there and then also the coolest thing ever happened <laughs> like coolest thing ever so here's a van life story for you <laughs> give us a story okay so we were in sedona before we got to this spot before we got to the valley of the gods where we recorded our last podcast <laughs> that's what i'm gonna start referring to sedona is up and until this podcast, which we still haven't even told people where we are. Oh, we're It'll be a secret. There. Okay. Seems... Stay tuned until the end to find out where we're recording <laughs> this podcast. Um, 
So we were in Sedona, and you got a message from you posted something on Instagram uh, about us being in Sedona. I think about that vegan doc. And you got a message from some of our friends who live in Atlanta, and shout out to the couches. Yes, Brooke and Jonathan. And no, I was talking about like pe- the things people used to sit on. Oh, okay, good one. Thanks. <laughs> and you got a message from them on Instagram, being like, "Wait, are you in Sedona?" And you said, "Yeah." And they said that they were in Sedona. And we're like, "Okay, that's cool," but we're leaving tomorrow. And you're like. You just said, you're like, we're going to this place called Valley of the Gods if y'all, like, want to come meet us. But keep in mind, Valley of the Gods is, like, four hours away. Four to five hours away from, from Sedona. Sedona. So you were just, like, throwing something out in the dark. You were and, like, like the dang. Route, you were like, dang there. it, we're leaving tomorrow, but we're going here if y'all want to come. Uh-huh. What were you going to say? Well, to say that is the one big gap in that route. Is yeah. actually from, so Flagstaff and Sedona are basically grouped together, but mm-hmm. then... Sedona or Flagstaff up to Moab is kind of a dead area. Yeah. There's not really any towns. But mm-hmm. we did come across our new favorite town, Mexican Hat. Oh, is that our new Mexican favorite Mexican Hat, Utah. <laughs> Do you know anyone from the town Mexican Hat, Utah? One day we'll live there. What? Where is there? But that's, it? well, little hint, if you ever want to say Valley of the Gods, that is the city we were looking up the weather for. Yeah. Boar Valley of the yes. Gods, so very close. But anyways, it's kind of you drive through Monument Valley. It's a pretty drive. Oh yeah. There's and there's lots of deserts, and you start getting that Utah. I mean, you go through landscape. Monument Valley. Yeah. It's so that's so um like recognizable. So wait, and... had you been to Monument Valley before? No. Mm-mm. So what did you think of that? It was historic. Cool. It was cool. Uh, historic is it historic just because it's in Forrest Gump? Yep. That's it. <laughs> the movie I haven't I mean, even seen the whole it thing is, of. It is a cool landscape. We were driving. We didn't get the. We were driving at it from the wrong angle. Oh, okay. You're, I think the main like view, view the is view. north to south. And okay. we were driving south to north. So okay. you'd have to look. I saw it in our rear view mirror. I was like, oh, there's the actual. Like, Wait, what rear view mirror? We don't have one. Or, uh, sorry, side, <laughs> side view mirror behind me. Mm-hmm. And I saw like the the shot that mm-hmm. in Forrest Gump, basically. Yes, yes. But yeah, I mean, that's how I knew about it. We talked about how people know about Joshua Tree from U2. Yeah, that's like, true. We can't help these things. That's They're just true. pop culture. Anyways, <laughs> so you just told Brooke and Jonathan, you're like, hey, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're leaving tomorrow. Like we're leaving Sedona, and we're just gonna, we're headed up to Moab eventually. Got to be there on Wednesday, but we'll probably stay at a space, a place called Valley of the Gods. Mm-hmm. That was it. And then we got to that Valley of Gods, it. and we didn't have service, so like we you all never service around Kainta or wherever. so you never <laughs> got to like see any response. And so we stayed the first night, and then the next day we're just like sitting up in our bed, just like chilling drinking some tea valley of the gods is empty right now i mean it's cold obviously yeah no one's there because it's so cold but you i mean there's lots of space too but there was like one to two cars maybe driving down the road past us per day Mm -hmm. or something it was it was very empty very empty so we're just sitting up in the bed drinking tea and then this white truck pulls up into our spot a clean white truck and since it was a white truck i first thought it was like a forest service ranger Or forest ranger because that's they usually drive white trucks, and we're like, what are they doing? Why is that truck pulling out pulling out here? So Caleb goes and gets out, and Brooke and Jonathan walk out of the white truck. <laughs> yes, I was like turning the corner thinking it would be some kind of U.S. Forest Service mm-hmm. about something in the area because yeah, we had seen like no one. And the yeah. first time I went through, there it was like pretty packed now compared to what we mm-hmm. just stayed in, um, and so I was fully turning the corner just being ready to like answer some question. I don't know. He was maybe just he was keeping maybe, us out. I don't know. Or maybe he was just stopping to say hi because we're like, and be like, "Why are you guys staying here right now? It's you windy it's half <laughs> and it's freezing." But no, yeah, it was them, and yes. we hadn't had service for like over twenty four yeah. hours, and like all I knew, um, which they had never been to Valley of the Gods, but they had mm-hmm. apparently heard of it. And when I told them we were going there, it kind of worked out on their route, and they came and found us. And yes. We were like. Five miles into yeah, Valley we of the Gods, far. too. It's, a, it's like a five to... I don't know the exact... It's, it's a like, big loop, but like multiple miles loop. Yeah. And we I were... I want to say like five to eight miles loop of Valley mm-hmm. of the Gods with tons of space. Mm-hmm. And like different pull-offs. Yeah. And we were just down that road many miles. Yeah. And they found us. And it was just... the It was the coolest thing. So I didn't even know that... You and Brooke had like been messaging each other. I didn't know they were in Sedona. Like they live in Atlanta, so for all I knew, they were still in Atlanta. (laughs) Like I had no clue they were even on the side of the Mississippi. And here they are, like at our spot in Valley of the Gods. It was the cool. It was the coolest thing. Yeah, we were like, I don't think anyone will ever just come find us in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, that's almost about. I mean, I need more. I need to explore more of America, especially some of those empty states, but. 
That's about as empty as it gets. Yeah, it's desolate. Like <laughs> desolate, there is... no service, nothing. Mm-mm. Cows room in the free range. A great spot for like, what would you say, like a an alien battle? <laughs> <laughs> yes, but that was it. Was the coolest thing. And so they just showed up, and they ended up staying the night with. Like they just hung out with us the rest of the day, stayed the night with us, hung out with us like the next morning till midday, and then left. We hung out for like a solid like. 24, 24 hours, hours yeah. and they had to be, be on their way for mm-hmm. shoots and we had to be on our way to Moab but it was like we just dropped everything I mean one they're like we didn't even know if you could find this yeah. and, and half the time when I tell people like maybe where we're going to be in a week mm-hmm. like it changes yeah. very quickly yeah. we could have just decided to drive all the way to Moab or something mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. it because it was really cold yeah we could have been like oh it's too cold here let's just go on to Moab yeah yeah and they had no idea and none of us had service and they came and found us and that was really cool and I don't think well that's a challenge come and find us people <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're gonna say and I agree I can't really think of like knowing them <laughs> they're the only people I think who would do that yeah or who would just be like, yeah, it, I just let's do it. Well, we're just hard to find, I think. <laughs> we are hard Especially to find. Especially in that spot. I was in like the hardest. I was trying to like not be found at all. And hmm. someone found me in Valley of the Gods, <laughs> like miles in, in the middle of nowhere, America with no cell service for You're over a day. trying to not be found. I was trying to, yeah. And lo and behold, it was meant to be. <laughs> so that was, that was a very cool experience and story. It was, it was really cool. It was such a surprise. Like I, I was in shock for, I think the first couple hours. I was like, I, we just, I kept being like, I just can't believe y'all are here. <laughs> yeah. So challenge, uh, out there. Can you come find us? <laughs> it We're was so cool. We're not in Sedona anymore. It was so cool. So. Uh, yeah. That happened. It came and went, and it worked out perfectly because kind of going back to what I was saying, like since it was so cold and windy the whole time we were there, we weren't really going to get to do all the things that we thought we were going to get to do. So we probably were just going to sit in the van and like read or like, yeah, well, it, which it, is cool. It was I around mean, like noon or past noon when mm-hmm. they came and me and you were in the bed just like reading yeah. because it was so cold and windy. Which is cool and awesome and great, but it was it was cool that then they showed up so then we like it. We got to hang out and, like, play settlers. Basically, all four and... of us hung out in the van for mm-hmm. 24 hours, and the van felt big. Yeah. It felt like it could hold that space It didn't well feel too, no. too small. Six bodies. Living, uh, six bodies. Yeah. yeah. So that was really cool. Then we left Valley of the Gods and made it to Moab. Made it to Moab. How did it feel getting back to Moab? We've talked a lot about Moab on this podcast. I mean, Moab is almost, like, the birthplace of van life, I feel like, for us, like, one, because our first day ever, when we first really discovered and lived van life, was mm. when we met up with Katie, mm-hmm. um, which was our coldest night in the van, actually. It got that down was to in 14 her van. Degrees. That was <laughs> yeah. in her van. That was in her van, and her propane heater ran out. So and it actually was like 14 so degrees. freezing. So yeah, when we say it's 18 or 14 degrees outside, that does not mean it's 18 or 14 degrees in the van. No. But the in insulated. that case, that night with her, I think it was. Yeah, possibly. Because I don't even know if her van was, like, fully insulated at that point. Were we in sleeping bags? Which is, that's always our last option. If we're ever, like, starts getting too cold or, or, or heat runs out or something, we have our sleeping bags as another layer we can get under under mm-hmm. our covers. And I think we could survive some very brutal cold temperatures. I don't want to find out. No, we're not trying to find out. <laughs> well, I, it's just not fun to live in these areas. No. Like, you can sleep mm-hmm. in one for a night, which mm-hmm. I feel like we've been doing the past few nights. I'm sure we'll get there, but... Um, no, it's not fun to live. Anyways, getting back. And then Moab is when about a year ago, this time exactly, we took our first trip yeah. in Santiago, then Shasta, uh-huh. and went to Moab um, as just like a trip before we had moved into it. And if you want to listen to that story, go hear the first, the podcast very first episode. podcast. Yeah. Go back and honestly, I kind of go back and listen to that. We should listen to it as like an anniversary thing. Oh, okay. And see like, wow, what were our first initial thoughts on? We only had to live in the van for three days. We bought like a mini fridge. That was when we bought the mini mini fridge. fridge. Uh, I remember, I remember we like drained all of our power in three days because the last day was kind of rainy and we stayed inside and like worked on the computer. We we were like plugged in the whole time. (laughs) Yes, our computer, everything was plugged in like twenty four seven because we also knew it was only like a three day trip. That too. We'd have plenty of time to. Mm -hmm. Get the battery Stop back, back up, know. yeah. But, but so yes. yeah, go listen to that story. So that was our first trip, and then, um, yeah, Moab is just a special place in general, personally, and for I think outside of the van life, mm-hmm. and then also van life is mm-hmm. just it feels right, Moab. I don't know. We hadn't been back since 
like the beginning of October was the well, last time we were there. I was there, I guess, in November, oh, yeah. right before I stayed at Valley mm-hmm. of Gods the first time mm-hmm. for 24 hours. But going back to Moab, I, I mean, I immediately felt like I just feel inspired and like connected to that landscape, even though it feels like Mars, which I don't mm-hmm. know what that says about me. <laughs> from Mars. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. How, how were you feeling about it? Moab felt good. And it was really nice. I feel like this makes me sound old, but it was really nice because the last time we were there, like beginning to mid October of last year, it was so busy, like the busiest we've ever seen it ever. And as it should be, because that's the prime time for Moab. And it was COVID and like everyone. Yeah, that's, that's true. With COVID, it is a lot. People are doing stuff outside a lot more and it's going on camping trips. So it was insane. The last time we were there, just people wise. Um, And this time around, like Moab season definitely starts in March, but we were there like literally day one or but day it's two. It's probably like more mid March. It's more. Like, it is more mid March. Yes. Or like we it's were like there starting right now because it it's was maybe still, in like a week or two. Because I think yeah. we actually had our tithe. Well, according to so well, another thing we have to do is we have to check the weather app on my phone and your phone because <laughs> for some reason the towns will say different things for each of our phones even yeah. though they're updating like live real time. Yeah. So. My Moab weather mm-hmm. location said it was getting down to 19 or 18 one mm-hmm. night, that Monday night. And yours was so like, like 20, 26 or yeah, 25. Yeah. So I was thinking that was another, like, if it's a, within the range of 18 to 25, it's another one of it's our cold. coldest <laughs> nights. Yeah, it's freaking cold. So but Moab was too cold. It's still a little, or it's right before Moab season's about to start. Which like was a couple weeks. Empty. So it was like empty. And that was, that felt so nice. Like getting there. And being able to just drive through town and, like, not sit in traffic and, like, mm-hmm. like I said, this, I know this makes me sound very old. Not <laughs> sit in traffic. for, like, a city you don't even live in, like Moab. You're <laughs> complaining about Moab's traffic. Right. <laughs> well, they don't have an interstate, so, you and, know. Well, yeah, and they decided to do construction on their one high, their one two-lane road going into town. Yeah. They did, like, a long remodel of it or whatever it's called. I mean, yeah. Um, but, so that felt really nice and relaxing and just a breath of fresh air of like okay like okay it's just i feel like i have can breathe a little bit more um so that felt really good but yeah, of there was course, lots of space to park which it was pretty packed yeah like people were having to make up spots last time we were yeah. there left and right but it just i mean like you said it's a special place and it just it hit it just hits in a special way i'm learning like, the longer we live in van life and the more we start, like, going back to places now, now mm-hmm. that we're going to start, like, going back to places that we haven't been to in a few months. Hint, hint where we are now. <laughs> that we haven't been back to in a few months. I think that's where I'll really start to learn what places, like, hit my heart differently. Yeah. I think I think that is spot on. So, Moab, yeah, it did. Um, and it was awesome. And we were there to shoot an elopement, and it was it was just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> the whole... I, feel, I feel like I really know Moab pretty well, too. Mm-hmm. Like, just the routes, like, what the landscape looks like in different areas, even though, like, I feel like a noob still to, like, all the areas and hikes and places to explore mm-hmm. there are. And even then, we went back to Arches again. How many times have we been to Arches? Been to Do you Arches. think it's a national park that we've been to the most? Yes. <laughs> By far. I think easily, yeah. Have you ever been to another national park more than once besides Canyonlands? Rocky Mountain. Yeah, uh, Rocky Mountain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but even in Arches takes the cake. Yeah. But uh, we haven't seen all the Arches in Arches. We always go in the Arches and see like one or two Arches and then get out. Yeah. <laughs> but that's because we knew we'd be back in Moab. Yeah, we and... always, yeah. Yeah. It's special. But we couldn't stay for long. Could not stay in Moab for long because... No, because it was too cold. Well, it was getting cold, but we didn't go somewhere warmer. <laughs> we went somewhere even worse. <laughs> not worse. We um, ended up going to Breckenridge, Colorado because we had a wedding this past weekend. So we had a wedding like two days, I guess, two or three days after the Moab one. It was a Wednesday and then a Saturday. Saturday. We had to be mm-hmm. on Wednesday in Moab for the elopement and then... Mm-hmm. Uh, Saturday was the day of the wedding in Breckenridge. Yeah, yeah. So, but luckily we also know a few places to stop. We know one. We know one. And it's stop. basically still Moab. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's Utah. You make it into Colorado. It's Utah, not Moab. It doesn't look like Moab at all. It doesn't look like Moab. But it's but Utah. it's right across, you like cross the border and it's like, well, welcome to Colorful Colorado and then we park. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like right there. But we made it back to Colorado. We did. We did make it back to Colorado. 
We stayed in the snowy, snowy Breckenridge Mountains. <sighs> and they were freezing that was definitely, as well. Because it was like 21. They were cold. Um, I don't know if they were as cold. We talked about this. I don't know if their lows were as cold as the lows we had like in Valley of the Gods or maybe mm-hmm. even in Moab. But the thing with Valley of Gods and Moab, since they're obviously not as high of elevation as Breck and they're more deserty. I mean, Breckenridge, I mean, all of Colorado is a desert, but... The deserts in Utah, they're way lower elevation, obviously. Mm-hmm. And they don't get those lows. Like, it doesn't get to 18 in Moab until maybe, like, 6 or 7 a.m. It's, like, fluctuating the whole night. Yes. Like, slowly so, like, dropping over the course So, like, at 10 p.m. Of... when we go to bed, it might still be, like, 41. Mm. Maybe a little lower. Okay. It might still be, like, 35. 30s. Yeah. And then just over the night, every hour, it just keeps dropping. And then, like, right before the sun rises is when it hits that 18. Mm-hmm. And as the sun rises, it just slowly goes up. I mean, if you look at the highs and lows, there's, like, a 40 or 50 degree difference. Like, yeah. it's kind of crazy. In Breck, I don't think their lows were as low as, like, 18, but it just stays cold the whole time. The sun <laughs> you know? sets and it drops, like, 20 degrees and then it drops, like, another 10 to 15 degrees. But then it stays that degree yeah. for, like... For the like through the rest of yeah. the early morning. Yeah. So like when we if we go to sleep at ten and break, it might already be like twenty seven, and it's gonna get down to twenty one. And it'll be twenty one at like three a.m. to seven a.m. Yeah. Like and that was and it makes it it makes a difference. Well, also what makes a difference is parking and you step out into like a few feet of snow. Yes. So Breckenridge was blanketed in snow. They had just gotten a fresh coat. Like the literally night just gotten a fresh coat the day the night before, which is why we didn't want to drive to Breckenridge. Yeah. From Moab, yeah. like on Thursday, because we knew they were getting mm-hmm. snow, and I just don't want to drive in that. Yeah. So they just had a fresh blanket of snow, and yeah, it was, I mean, there was snow everywhere, and it was beautiful, um, but that is just a different vibe than, like, in Moab, there was no snow. It might have been a little colder at the lowest low, but there was no snow, and there's mm-hmm. just a difference, for We sure. went from two completely different, like, climates and landscapes within like three days in altitudes in do you altitude. feel like you're feeling it <laughs> uh i did um shooting the wedding yesterday had a headache well not a headache but i just kind of felt a Out little more i think and more worn out as the day went on um like your body's working harder yeah, yeah. which you even talked to one of the, mm-hmm. the officiants mm-hmm. and who lives in brick and have for 20 years and he's like yeah people aren't supposed to live in brick <laughs> like people because it's close it's Breckenridge is like I think it's 10. It's 10 or 11. I think yeah. it's 10. I think it's 10,000. Wow. It's either 9 or 10. And it's, so that's high. And it's, when you, as a human, like living at that high altitude, 365 days a year, year after year after year, mm-hmm. like it definitely will take a toll on your body. Like I think Denver at 5280 mm-hmm. is like very doable. Oh yeah. Like you, you like almost build stamina yes. and you get like in prime condition and mm-hmm. it like furthers you to like be active and stuff. Breckenridge is almost like too intense for <laughs> like a normal, yeah, living for like 365, year, yeah, 365 yeah. year to year. Like this guy's been there for 20 years. Yeah. Um, and so I definitely felt it. And also it was the first time in a long time that I had to wear a mask for like 10 hours, 10 hours essentially. Yeah. Like yeah. I had, you know, I just don't know when the last time that happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That doesn't help. It's always been a short little sprees. The oxygen yeah. at all. So being at 10,000 feet, on my feet all day, wearing a mask all day, eating very little until we got to Piante, yeah. <laughs> um, I think I felt the altitude, yeah. Yeah. I was feeling very just like super tired and uh, fatigued. Well, also we've been driving, I mean, a lot of things build up to that. But, Essentially, we've been dri- we had been driving since we left Tucson to get up to yeah. Breckenridge. We had to hit Moab first was our first stop. But like the whole week and a half and then two weeks was basically a long trip. Even though we got to stop and like we we tried to pace it out to where we could at least have a few little like long mm-hmm. weekends or like we had like three different weekend stays like yeah. Sedona, Valley of the Gods, Moab, and then once Moab hit, yeah. it's like we needed to be traveling every single day. And then also once the wedding was done, it's like we got to get the hell out of Breck because <laughs> it was freezing yeah. and snowy. But you know what makes it all worth it? The vegan pizza? <laughs> Piante? How beautiful the wedding was. Oh, yes. Like, it was awesome. I mean, we say all this, and yeah, it's true. We're feeling tired, and we were definitely like, feeling the altitude, and, mm-hmm. you know, but like, oh my goodness, the wedding was awesome. Well, both the scenes, like from the Moab um, elopement, which is like out in the desert, almost like Monument Valley views mm-hmm. in Castle Valley, right outside Moab, and then. 
we were in Sapphire Point, like Breckenridge, Colorado, overlooking like <laughs> the Dillon Reservoir. The Dillon like... Reservoir with just the freshest packed 14er like range of Rocky Mountains in the background. And I was like, within three days, those were the two views we were looking at and getting to work at and shoot and. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, you you had a little moment. You had a Colorado moment, and that was even before the wedding day when we were just driving know, through Breckenridge, like the day before, trying to find any spot for us to park in <laughs> that was doable. I I mean, this goes back to when we were. I mentioned that I think now that we'll start going back to spots after having been gone for an extended period of time, mm-hmm. I think I'll notice which ones really hit. Just oh my gosh, Colorado, like. Yeah, I had a moment. State. <laughs> I just we literally were just driving through Breckenridge, and I just started weeping. Like I just started crying. It was just. You started like to say something about Colorado, uh-huh. and you just like stopped. Uh huh. I got choked up. <laughs> just like right, have yourself a little Colorado moment. It is like really, really beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I just I had and I don't know the feeling it gives me being in Colorado, like being and it was it was specifically Breckenridge because we had stayed in Colorado the night before. I mean, right uh, over the state line. But Rabbit it wasn't... Valley, Colorado is a different spot. It wasn't till we got... Are you a Western Slopes girl now? No. It oh wasn't till God. we got to Breckenridge. And, like, I just... I don't know. Just the feeling it gave me, it really felt like home. And, like, I know that this goes back to, like, us living in Colorado before we moved into the van. Mm-hmm. And it's just... I don't know. Like, my heart just felt really thankful and like I felt the beauty and I felt at home and it, it just felt it felt like a coming home I don't know it felt like a coming home and then Breckenridge felt like you stepped into a Christmas dream yeah <laughs> like yeah. it wasn't even Christmas but like literally the fre- I don't know if I'd seen that kind of fresh snow dumping on like a mountain mm-hmm, town like that mm-hmm. before like I'd been to Dillon and Breckenridge yeah it was like the freshest power. And there was a lot of it. Yeah. It was like a good amount. The 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 mountains there, you could tell, were just like just dumped on a ton the day before. And they were looking just so picturesque. Yeah. It was it was a beautiful sight. Like, yeah. It was. And it just, I mean, like you were saying how you felt mob, like I just immediately felt inspired. And I felt like, I, I just reminded even to just like the people in Colorado. Like I just love the people the people there inspire me and like being in a ski town like breck and i don't know just something about like we were there on a weekend so it was really busy and just like seeing oh breck was packed (laughs) just like seeing breck was on that it took me back to like when we moved it took me back to when we moved to colorado and just saw like i was i was really inspired by the people who live there and how they're just like go up and ski for a day and then come back down to denver and like they just love to be outside and they're adventurous and um i don't know I was feeling their, that people energy People are too. very active and on the move and, yeah, like, driven mm-hmm. and passionate about, like, what they're doing. Like, and I feel like you talk to anyone in Colorado and, and they, they have some kind of, like, passionate hobby. Yeah. It could be mountain biking, could be skiing, or it could be skiing, snowboarding, could be just all very, like, trail camping, running. trail running, like, and then you could have hiking, climbing, mm-hmm. whitewater yeah, rafting. Yeah. And that's, like, you feel like everyone is being, like, mm-hmm. driven and pulled to be just, like, connected outside. outside and, like, connected to nature in different parts. And then you're also in just the most beautiful and, like, gorgeous. It's your playground. It, it is a playground. Yeah. And yeah. It, it felt cool even... You know, we were parked in a parking lot, actually. Mm-hmm. The parking lot was covered in a few feet of snow, but just with, like, the whole scene of snow. Mm-hmm. Like, and seeing the van parked there was like, man, this is, feels like van life in Colorado. It <laughs> a was, little bit. This is, was, like, kind of what you think of when you see Colorado. Yeah. You know, people picture snowy mountains, even though they're not always snowy. But I feel like when you, when I always thought of Colorado growing up, you just think of, like, snow, mm-hmm. snowy mountains and, like, the mountain towns, like, skiing and stuff. And, like, I was like, that was the most prime. Yeah. It was Colorado. It was it yeah, it was an emotional experience. Mm-hmm. It was. And I feel really grateful to have felt that way and experienced that. And so now You know what's funny? What? I just remembered that when we were leaving Moab I cried. Yeah, you did. You Which did, was you like did. kinda a little What did it what triggered that? Uh, 128. <laughs> <laughs> Highway one twenty eight from Moab to Cisco mm-hmm. um is an alternate route from just going straight to I-70 mm-hmm. to 191. Mm-hmm. Is that it? Mm-hmm. See, I told you I'm no more. Yes, there. yes, yes. Uh, also, we found a villi, a vegan... A villi? A vegan villi cheesesteak. <laughs> Super darn jattered. Uh, no, we found we, we found a vegan Philly cheesesteak mm-hmm. in, in a restaurant in Moab. Uh, 
With mushrooms? The restaurant's called 98 Center. Oh my gosh. Shout out to them. Because they also, I had their vegan pho, which is the first time I'd ever had pho at all. And then definitely finding a vegan apparently is like special. And then I also yeah. had their vegan banh mi nachos, which were really good. Yeah, but I had the vegan, the footlong vegan Philly <laughs> cheesesteak two nights in a row. Yeah, you did. And it was so damn good. Um, is that why you were crying? Because you were really <laughs> vegan Philly cheesesteak? I mean, I just knew, like, I, honestly, back to the whole part of like, getting home to spots, mm-hmm. once we got to Moab, I just knew that even though we were going to be there, like, three days, mm-hmm. every moment there was just going to be it. It was going to be the moment. It was, it was about to be full of incredible experiences. And now when I was leaving Moab, it was like the universe just like reinforced that and smiled. It always like is smiling down on mm-hmm. my time, our time in Moab. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, when you start driving out 128, you're like driving through this massive canyon. And you're just following you, the Colorado River. You're following River. the Colorado River out, which is just like has carved through this canyon. And then you come across like Castle Valley and... Where it's just like Monument Valley mm-hmm. on your right. And then, yeah, just li- that. And then also the feeling of going back to Colorado. Mm-hmm. Because we have pretty much, I think it was that drive, we pretty much had uh, Lord Huron on repeat 24-7 yeah. for yeah. the last, like, three days. Yeah. And we started listening to Lord Huron, which was a heavily, like, nostalgic thing for the beginning of van life mm-hmm. in Colorado. That's when we really um, got into him. That's when, Yeah, and, like, going back home to Colorado and then just, like, thinking, like, leaving Moab. But knowing the experiences I just had within three days of, of being in Moab, yeah, it brought me to tears, too. I'm, like, about to start. <laughs> I'm feeling, I'm just feeling really, really emotional when it comes to, like, I've never, I don't know, I just feel so, I don't know, I feel very pulled here. I feel like every experience that I have had in this state is just, like, flashing before mm. my eyes, and it's making me emotional. I mean, it it has felt, and I don't know if we've ever talked about this on the podcast, but, you know, people ask us where we're from now, that we meet on the road, and I think both me and you are like, well, or even now on the road, like in Trader Joe's. Yeah. <laughs> so people don't even know we live on the road. They're like, oh, are y'all, are you, or they'll say, mention something about, like, us living here or if we're visiting. We're like, oh, no, we don't live here. Yeah, like, like, are you from here? Do you guys live here? Mm-hmm. Or, like, where are you from? And we'll be like, well... We live, we started saying like we've lived on the road or we live on our van on the road. Mm-hmm. And then they'll be like, well, where were you before that? Uh-huh. And it's like, well, originally before that, we were in Denver for a few years. But then I, I feel like I always have to be like, but I spent 20, the first 28 years of my life in Nashville, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it's like originally, originally, I'm pretty much a Nashvilleian, but uh-huh. I was always made for Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> it is a hard question to answer. And I think we've, figured out a good way to answer it because yeah well if we meet people on the road obviously they know we live on the road but if we're meeting people yeah at the grocery store or like i don't know just out random and they hear we live on the road they're like yeah but we left we said we always say like well we moved into our van last july from denver we left from denver so that makes like then it's like okay we were in denver was last place we lived like stationary but it's almost like you know how we i consider us land pirates Oh. <laughs> we're like, you know, it kind of feels like we're on the sea on the land. Like we're in a ship uh, on the land. You know, we're okay. like sailing. We're like sailing around the land. No, I hear you. I hear so you. I feel like Denver is the port we left from. It so is. it's like our home port. Yes. So which is basically Denver is, yeah, well, Colorado is like our home base. Mm-hmm. But it kind of feels that way. Like our port is in Denver. Mm-hmm. That's where we left. Yeah. Um, but yes, it does still feel... We do always, I think, end up still saying that we lived in Nashville for the first 25 years of our life because, I mean, that's a, that's a long time to be from somewhere. And that is that is where we're, I mean, I don't know how you, what the right answer to that question is, but that is where we're from. That's where you originated. Yeah. And like, I'm only 31 and I spent 28 years there. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty, that's a big I'm pretty, chunk. I should be pretty Nashville. Yeah. Even though everyone's like, I don't really hear it in your voice. <laughs> yeah. You don't have that Southern twang in your voice. I know. People, some people will say they hear a Southern twang. Mm-hmm. You get a lot more. Because I you say y'all. Because it's y'all and how you say y'all. I don't say y'all. I'm just like, how are y'all doing? There it is. Yeah. You said y'all. Yeah, but I don't say y'all. Ah, okay. <laughs> because you're, it's, you're not just saying the word y'all. How are y'all doing? It's there though. Hey y'all. It's, it's, yeah, see, it's in, it's in there. It's in there. <laughs> Whatever. It's in there. And I do not say y'all. You don't. You never have. Because it's a weird. Because I say it weirdly. Y'all. It sounds like a shawl. <laughs> See, you say yell. It's got that, it's got yeah. that yell. Uh, yeah. Even though I say yell. <laughs> <"Yow." laughs> 
I don't know, we... but oh, <laughs> uh, Colorado just made me emotional. I mean, I actually first realized it. I don't know if I mentioned this, but when we did, when we went back to Colorado for New Year's Eve, I cried the second we crossed the state line. And we were coming from where? New Mexico. Oh, New Mexico. Yeah, we were coming up I-25, which we've never really gone that way. Um, but the second we crossed the state line, I saw the sign. I started crying. So I don't know. I mean, were you I crying just... for that, or because we had to park in the parking lot of a uh, <laughs> massacre memorial <laughs> on our way back to Denver was the most convenient stop through. It was yeah. So like... if you go up to Colorado through New Mexico, there's not a lot. All the places no. you're gonna be stopping are just overnighters. <laughs> Which is funny because like you can get essentially I think to Tucson uh, the same way, either going straight across to Utah and then down. Or doing, or going straight down to Albuquerque and then across. I it's like a, an exact square. No, square. Square. There's my southern twang. No, it's actually like so close. Mm. It's like not even. It's like going 128 or 191 into Moab. Go 128. Okay. It's, it's going to take you longer because you're going slower and looking at all the views, but it's so much prettier. But yeah, the last time we had been away from Colorado for months, um, I cried when we crossed the state line too. So, I, yeah. There's something, there's a special place in my heart with Colorado right now. All that to say is when we moved to Colorado, I remember you saying like, yeah, you know, you're always from some, some place. Everyone's from somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was your saying. Mm-hmm. Everyone's from somewhere, but like that. So Nashville obviously is a home, mm-hmm. but then like me and you chose Colorado mm-hmm. together and, mm-hmm. and we did it. Like that was our first big move. And That's true. that really And we chose you're right, we chose it. Like, like we could have chosen anywhere. And we were tossing around a lot of places to move. We did yeah, we did. We tossed around we tossed around Chattanooga. We tossed around Asheville. We tossed around Austin. And, and we tossed around Denver. And you would say somewhere in Oregon. I, yeah, we hadn't taken a trip to Oregon, but I really wanted somewhere in P and W. Yeah, you did mention that, but I don't think my mind ever went there at that time. But um <laughs> Yeah, we did throw it on those spots, and that was where we chose. So I think that's what makes it just different than, like, Nashville is definitely my home, and I definitely have a big Nashville-shaped place in my heart as well. And I can so get like a... Like a two-by-four? <laughs> the shape of Davidson County. Yeah, you might need to get that checked out. <laughs> <laughs> no, it it is a home, and it does, like, I can get emotional thinking about Nashville, too. But I think what makes Colorado so different and special and anywhere else that we choose to live isn't going to be the same as Colorado is because that was the first one that we chose. Like mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll choose to live other places for throughout our lives, but Colorado was the first and yeah, we chose, we didn't go there for a job. We didn't go there. <laughs> Definitely not for a job. <laughs> we, went there without jobs. we were like, let's leave our jobs here yes. and go move to somewhere. Where we don't have jobs. We, we didn't go there because it was cheaper to live. We nope. didn't go there. Because we had friends or family that we were, like, wanting to be around. Like, we, we literally went just went there. Because we wanted to. And why did we want to? I don't know. But I think my heart now is, like, telling me why. I just, it's just like, see? Yeah. You know, this this was it. It's like a picture is worth a thousand words. And every moment you look at Colorado, you're seeing so many pictures. <laughs> and it's just speaking to your heart. So all that to say, we love Colorado, and we are, right now, we are back in Colorado. We're we, in Twin Lakes. There we, it is. <laughs> Boom. Could we, you have guessed that? We're in Twin Lakes. We just finished the Breckenridge wedding, and we came down from that mountain, and now we're at the base of Mount Elbert, and it's pretty cool being here because I realized this today when we pulled up, we have, so far, uh, we have not lived a spring in van life yet. We've lived a summer, no. a fall, and a winter. And so far, we've gotten to spend eat. This is the only we're not spot. Quite out of the winter yet. I know we're still in it, but this is the so only spot. Don't count your chickens before they hatch. You're not letting me finish. What if we freeze to death tonight? Okay, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> this is the only spot we've gotten to see three seasons in. We were we stayed in this spot in the summer. Uh-huh. We stayed in the fall, and now we're here in the winter. And that's really cool. It is cool. Yeah, and it's like up in the mountains. We're under the base of Mount Elbert, mm-hmm. which is got dumped on it's mm-hmm. looking spectacular yeah yeah um yeah that's cool and i feel like we'll be here sometime in the spring too but anyways. i think we will get to see it in the spring yeah. okay i mean we will we're going to don't count your chickens before they hit oh my gosh. <laughs> i hate that saying too i hate all these old sayings I gotta, like, so why are you saying things. i don't know uh, no reason <laughs> but yeah 
this this is the home of and then the twin lakes is like the home of van life yeah we moved into the van and came to twin lakes i mean it's it feels emotional being here too because this was the like we spent all of july and august here yes and that those were our first two months in the van and just looking back on (laughs) that time summer in colorado is awesome that time was awesome. We were just getting no van life. We really had nothing much to do. But learn how to live in a van. But learn how to live in a van. Which we're still doing. And also, it was like our first experience of like actually living in the mountains. We are only taking trips and like hiking trips and camping trips to the mountains. This was like, oh, we're living in the mountains. In the mountains. We're amongst mm-hmm. these small mountain towns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a good spot. It's a good spot. Well, you got anything else? <laughs> <laughs> um, Any more chickens you want to hatch? No. Or I'm, count? I'm just, no, I don't want to count them yet. Because <laughs> I want to see if they hatch first. Okay. <laughs> and then, I don't know what I'll do with them. I don't, don't want to eat them. No. So, we'll just let just them keep be them, them. As pets. Yeah. Well, we'll chickens keep them be as chickens. wild pets. We'll just let them out and they can do whatever. In the van? We need like to take we have them. The chickens well, in we the need van. to leave here. I don't think they can survive in this climate. We need to go, I guess, to like Kansas and let them hang. But cows can survive in a lot of different climates. There are cows. There are cows all across America. They are the That's true what we're nomads. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the cows are the true nomads. They're from the like the densest part of the Sonoran Desert up into the mountains, mountains of, snowy mountains of Colorado, mm-hmm. like and to the. Like High seen deserts them. of Utah. Uh huh. They've been, and everywhere. then they're out like they're in Tennessee, and they're, yeah, of course in the Midwest, and like, why don't more people want to be a, like reincarnated as a cow? Who knows where you'll be? You could be in <laughs> Norway. I'm sure there's cows in Norway. You know, cows don't cows get a bad rap because people eat them too much. Eat, <laughs> don't eat more chicken, don't eat more cow, don't eat any. Well, Okay, oh, here we go. <laughs> I'm not going to go there. That's all I have to say. Okay. That's my final thoughts. Okay. Cows are the true nomads. And you want to be reincarnated as a cow. And I'm not saying I want to, but it's on the table as an option. If you're a wanderlust person, yes. who knows where you'll end up. Who knows? Yeah, I like... Yeah. That's it. Okay. okay. All right. We're done. Sign us off. We're done. Sign okay. us off. Thank you so much. <laughs> I can't stop. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Yeah, we love you. We'll see you next time. Bye. Peace out. Caleb, play us out. You what? You what? You what? You can't stop? Uh Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Wait, I hit stop, right?